morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. The date is February 9th. We got a fun episode today and a fun anniversary to start with that is very topical with what we're going to talk about. But on this day in 2020, the movie Parasite by Bong Joon-ho became the very first, this is crazy, became the very first ever non-English language movie to win the Academy Award for Best Picture. Um, Bong Joon-ho won Best Director. If you haven't seen Parasite, you should check it out. It's an awesome movie, won Best Picture, and I love it. Entertainment. Yesterday saw the announcements of the 2022 nominations with Netflix, The Power of the Dog, leading the way with a staggering 12 nominations, including Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Supporting Actor, and more. Then guess what followed it up? Of course, sci-fi epic Dune. That's got 10 nominations with director Denis Villeneuve being a notable snub for best director, which is a little bit disappointing. West Side Story and Belfast each received seven nominations and King Richard nabbed six, which is something that I am very passionate about. I really want Will Smith. Uh, I know it's biased opinion, but I want Will Smith to win the Oscar. His performance was amazing and he's never won an Oscar before. I felt like he should have gotten it for roles like The Pursuit of Happiness. Maybe you could even make an argument for Ali back in 2001. But I really hope Will Smith gets it this time around. For a full breakdown and prediction of the award show, head to 137pm.com where we looked at the big eight categories and made our guesses for who will take home the major awards. The Academy Awards do not yet have a host, but will air live on March 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time from Los Angeles, California. Yeah, this is a sad one, but as we talked about on the pod a lot, I like to view these in memoriams as more of a celebration of a person's life. But yesterday, the legendary special effects supervisor Douglas Trumbull passed away at 79 years old. Or actually, sorry, the news came out yesterday, but he passed away on Monday. Um, If you're not familiar with his name, I'm very confident you're familiar with his work. I would argue that Douglas Trumbull contributed to some of the most visually interesting movies of all time, of the 20th century and into the 21st century. So Trumbull was the special effects supervisor behind a ton of famous movies, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Um, He also created the effects for Close Encounters of the Third Kind, the Steven Spielberg movie. He also was one of the contributors to the special effects in Blade Runner, which... Blade Runner, the Blade Runner from 1980s is one of the most revolutionary science fiction movies, both in the aesthetics and the narrative of any movie of all time. And then a movie from the 2000s, which I actually have never seen, but I feel like people really cite as one of the more visually interesting experimental movies, um, is Terrence Malick's The Tree of Life. So if you haven't seen any of those movies, um, definitely keep Douglas Trumbull's family in your thoughts today and maybe watch some of his movies as a celebration of his unbelievably impressive life. Well, Charlie, we've been waiting and waiting. And of course, there's still one more day at this point left of the NBA trade deadline. Maybe you could even say two days counting today. But this is something that's been rumored for a little while. um, The whole Portland situation, Dame and CJ McCollum, are they working out? Um, The Blazers have had some postseason success, but it seems like they can never quite get over the hump. And we all know Dame wants to win. He's very old school um, with his mentality. And so he hasn't requested a trade, at least as of now, from Portland. And so it just seems like um, the future of Portland has always been a, a discussion because they, while they have the talent, they've just never been able to get over that hump. So it seems as though from 
from the moves that are make or that the Blazers made yesterday in terms of their trade that they are trying to actually go down the direction of starting over as opposed to building a championship team around Dame and this is kind of what happened. They opened up a lot of cap space with this trade. Of course, they dealt CJ McCollum to the New Orleans Pelicans. The Trailblazers in return received Josh Hart, Tomas Sanarensky, Nikhalil, Alexander Walker, and Didi Lazuda in the deal, as well as a protected first round pick and two second round picks to Portland. Portland also dealt Larry Nance Jr. and Tony Snell. That is a lot of players. And like we said, we don't know exactly what the Trailblazers have in mind, but it seems like they are cleaning house completely. And so it'll be interesting to see the future in terms of Damian Lillard. And according to Woj, the Pacers are trading Domantas Sabonis, Jeremy Lamb, and to Sacramento for Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson, sources tell ESPN. It'll be interesting to see how that is. Um, Buddy Heald, of course, was, um, I don't think in terms of Sacramento, he's panned out the way that um, people predicted or thought it would be. Tristan Thompson has been on the move uh, these last few years too so definitely going to be interesting to see how that shakes up so again the deadline is tomorrow and we'll have to see if any big time trades take place NFTs. okay this has been an uh, this has been a bubbling story for a while but the first uh, house the first piece of real estate in the real world to be listed as an NFT has supposedly attracted over 7,000 potential bidders ahead of the auction so the fact that NFT technology is essentially just a way of writing smart contracts that live on the blockchain. So the asset that is written into the contract can be anything. It's just a way to document transactions using the blockchain as sort of the place to cement and fortify the transaction. But it can be anything. It doesn't just need to be little JPEGs of apes. Um, but so Amy Heckler, this real estate broker and the president of Heckler Realty, is representing Leslie Alessandra, who's the co-founder of the Tampa Bay crypto company DeFi Unlimited, to sell Alessandra's Gulfport home through an NFT auction. What this means is that they're going to be working with the real estate tech company Propy, P-R-O-P-Y, who will mint the property rights into an NFT that will live on the blockchain, and they'll also be hosting the online auction. Um, as of yesterday, Fortune reported that more than 7,000 people had signed up so far to bid on the home. The auction is going to take place tomorrow, Thursday, uh, February 10th. So I think this just demonstrates the future of how we might see NFT smart contract technology used to sell anything, not necessarily just JPEGs or not even necessarily just digital assets. The house is listed for $650,000. Um, we'll see. It might be adjusted. The, the bid might go crazy in the auction. So we'll have to keep an eye on it. But this is not the last story that you'll hear about a non-digital asset being sold through an NFT smart contract. All right, guys, that is it for today's episode. For more detail on these stories and more, Head to 137pm.com or you can follow 137pm on all social media platforms. In fact, you can do both because we have so many amazing social media platforms from Instagram to Twitter. They're all different, so make sure you check it out. Also, be sure to hop into our Discord so you can chat with us in our community. We'll be back tomorrow, and as always, remember to stay curious. 